Hey guys, welcome to the latest episode of Rotex Candid, a podcast where you'll be hearing stories by exchange students from all over the world. Today with us we have Emma, who is from the US and went to Finland in the year 1516. She is currently the co-president of Rotex International. Hey Emma, how are you? Hi, thanks for having me. I'm good. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. How's everything there? Like how, what is the situation? Um well currently I'm studying abroad in Spain actually and um it's certainly interesting very different but everything's going well here um and enjoying having in person classes for uh, the first time in a while. Yeah, that's that's great that's great so let's uh, so let us start. Uh, can you can you tell us like how did you get to know about Rotary Youth Exchange and what made you uh, go on this exchange? Yeah, so I found out about the Rotary Youth Exchange program through my parents because both of my parents actually changed through Rotary back when they were in high school. And so I heard about it through them. Um my brother, my older brother decided to go on exchange to Turkey, and then after that and after hearing all of the stories from my parents about their exchange years, I decided that that was something that I wanted to do and so I applied and went to Finland. Uh, that's that's great like you have a family who went on an exchange so you must be having like friends from all over the world even they must like even they must have enjoyed the exchange right yes definitely i we know lots of there's so many international connections that we have through exchange and all of our exchanges yeah yeah so like how was finland like like you know uh, compared to us how different was finland like the culture the way they eat uh, and the way they speak and all yeah so um coming from minnesota which is in the northern part of the united states it the weather wasn't too much of a shock for me it's cold there just like the cold i'm used to in the us um there's also a lot of nordic heritage in minnesota So I had some familiarity with the area and my mom had been an exchange student in Sweden so I definitely knew about the Nordic region but in terms of differences um definitely I'm trying to think here let's see well, of course the language is very different it's um not related to any other european languages except for estonian and hungarian so very different very interesting to learn uh as an english speaker Um other differences school for example well of course where I lived in Finland was a small town of 10,000 people and I uh went to a small high school of only 130 students so that was a big difference for me because I'm from the capital of my state which has about 300,000 people so that was a very big difference but school was different for example so in the US we normally have the same class at uh, the same time for the whole year. So if you have English at eight o'clock in the morning, that's when you have English for the entire year. Versus Finland, it would depend on the day, um, the times would be different, and you change classes more often, which was interesting. Yeah, those are some some of the differences. The, that's that's really great. What were your like what was your day to day like activities like apart from going to schools and the rotary or the road track meetings? what was the thing that you love to do the most during your exchange yeah well, actually so part of the reason why i wanted to go to finland is because i heard that they like to play hockey ice hockey 
And I used to play hockey in Minnesota. And so I actually was able to play hockey while in Finland. Um, I played on a boys team, but there were two other girls. And so I would go practice um, two or three times a week and we'd have games on the weekends. And that was really fun. I really enjoyed that because it kept me active, especially during the cold, dark winter months of Finland. Um, But it gave me a tool to connect with people, to learn more about the Finnish culture. And that was something I I really enjoyed to do throughout my year. That's amazing. Like, uh, so for me also, like I went to Brazil. So the main reason for me going to Brazil was obviously the soccer, the football Mm -hmm. and like, Ronaldinho, Neymar, I love those players. And once I went there, I was playing football like each and every other day I was playing football with my friends. So I can relate to this. Like, you know, you going to Finland because you play ice hockey and I, I still play football here. So that is a bit relatable for me as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So once you came back from there, like, you know, we had a chat before. You told me that you were in... you were in Rotex as well. You were the press you were the past president. So like what made you decide, like what went through your mind when you decided that you want to be the president of Rotex of your district? Yeah. So it all starts again with my parents. They were both Rotex, our Rotex, North Star Rotex in Minnesota and Wisconsin has been around for 50 years. It was established in 1971, actually. So both of my parents were involved in Rotex and that's actually how they met. And so just seeing the impact, of course, hearing from them about their Rotex stories, but of course then going to orientations, both in Minnesota and in Finland and sort of seeing the impact that Rotex have, seeing how they could help, that really made me want to give back and to volunteer. So when I came back from my exchange in 2016, I got involved right away with Rotex. I was involved for two years um, helping with events. Then I became communications officer for our Rotex. So I helped to um, post things on social media to get people to come to events, um, keep track of our meeting minutes, that sort of thing. And then I became president after that. And I was president actually in 2019, 2020, so I got the, um, I had to face the challenges that came with the pandemic in March and students coming home. How do we support them? How can we um, integrate them into our community? And so we held a few different uh, online Zoom meetings in order to get them to connect with us, to know that we're here to support them and that sort of thing. So that's kind of my journey to becoming Rotex president of my district. How, how difficult was that? Like, you know, when the, like everywhere when it was announced that it would be going into a huge lockdown like each and every country they were announcing the lockdown you were the president you knew that like we have this many students in these these countries what was going through your mind like you know how did you handle it yeah i think um everyone can agree it was a very chaotic time and i know country officers were trying to figure out okay who's coming home who's staying when are they coming home and really having that close communication with our district was very important so that we can we could see when are the students coming home um, so that we knew when we would be able to reach out to them to support them and also which students were staying overseas and how we could um, support them, connect with them online, even with time differences. But yeah, it was definitely challenging because we had, we had just had our second orientation for outbound students 
we were so excited for the next class. And then all of this happens. You don't know what to do. But we really put our, our main focus on the rebound students because we know they would need the most support. They had their exchanges cut short and we wanted to give them that sense of community. And uh, really we just kept adapting with the news. So when exchanges were canceled, we adapted to that and um, just went with the flow, but always trying to stay flexible on, on top of everything. That's that's great. So from there you went on and you you were a part of the Rotex International Board and currently you are serving as a co-president in the Rotex International. So what was your decision? Like what, again, what, what went through your mind? Like you were like, I want to be the co-president or the president of Rotex International. Yeah, so I finished my term as North Star Rotex president in uh, June of 2020. And in May of that year, I went to a Rotex International general meeting. Uh, I was hoping to go to the convention in Curitiba, Brazil, but that was postponed, of course, because of the pandemic. And just seeing that they had the elections coming up, and I knew that I, I'm very passionate about Rotex, and I knew that I wanted to continue serving. And so I decided that I wanted to run. Let's, let's try it. Let's make, see if I can become a board member. And so I, I ran online. Um, we had to select one candidate per country as per new Rotex International voting rules. And so I ran against three other candidates from the US. I was selected to be the US representative. Then I ran in the actual elections for everyone and I was voted on to the board. So really I, I decided to do it because I wanted to give back more to the international community uh, of Rotex and help in whatever way I could. That's great. So I have to ask this, what are the future plans in Rotex International, you know, regarding this exchange and all, because uh, we like, we might, we, have, we are seeing in the news that the vaccines, they are, they have started to flow out. Every people have started to, they have started getting the vaccine. So do you think like, at least not this year, but next year, the road, the youth exchange would be back I hope so. Um, I, I can't say for sure because no one knows for sure. It's hard to look a year out from now, let alone a month out from now. So I hope exchanges can resume uh, as quickly as possible and uh, as safe, safely as possible, of course. Um, but in terms of Rotex International, really, you know, we're paying attention to the exchange situa situation because we know uh, our big role as Rotex is to help with exchange students. So we're very, we're keeping on top of that. But in terms of future plans, um, of course, we'll continue our, our mission to support Rotex around the world, support new Rotex clubs, support existing Rotex clubs. Um, but really, we're just, um, really, what we've been recently working on is improving our website, um, of course, connecting with clubs around the world, and we're seeing how we can support them anyway, especially now when maybe they're looking for ideas and things to do, that sort of thing. Um, we're planning on having a sort of a workshop series this summer online, and that's something we're working on right now. Um, but it's, you know, right now we're really just trying to find our focus actually for the next few years. So we're talking to different clubs, seeing what what they need, how we can help, and how that will guide our goals for the next few years. Um, but in the short term, we're really trying to work on 
uh, establishing those goals and preparing some things for the summer, like that workshop series and also board elections for three new board members. Yeah, that's that. I'm pretty much sure that you guys will do it really well because the, even the support I've gotten from the Rotex International Board regarding this podcast or anything, I've been in contact with ML as well. You guys have really shown a lot of support for this and I'm like I was really happy when I got a message from you and from ML regarding the podcast that they wanted uh, they wanted to help us promoting this so for that also thanks a lot for helping us out here because obviously this was a time where we had like obviously the exchange were cancelled we had no plans in our mind so we just me and my president we just decided let's just start a podcast you know let's get the stories let's tell, call upon action students let them tell their stories and we'll spread it out among everyone so that was a really it has been a huge success honestly saying a lot of people are listening to this and we are getting a lot of positive feedbacks so yeah yeah and we're rotex international we're just so excited that you're doing this too and we're happy to promote rotex in any way we can and this is such a a fun and interesting way to do that. So thank you for all of the work that you are doing for this podcast. Yeah. So moving on to one of the final questions, uh, what, like, what is, if any Rotex member, he or she wants to join the Rotex international board. So what would be your suggestion? Like, what would you, what would be your tips basically to that person? Because honestly, even I'm a bit keen on joining the international board. Not now, but maybe in future, I'm very much keen on joining. So, yeah, it would a few tips would help us a lot. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, I'll start with the board. So, the board is made up of five members, um, each representing a different country. So, we can't have two people from the same country on our board. That's how uh, we work to really promote that diversity of thought. And so how someone could join the Rotex International Board is, well, we are having elections this summer for three new board members. We have a staggered board system. So um, they're two-year terms, but we have elections every year. Hello. The board. But how someone could become a member this summer Um, and it's only one person per country. So if um, let's say you're from India and you're really interested in running and there are five other people from India that are also interested in running, make sure to talk with each other, figure out how you want to run and who will be the one representative to run for the Rotex International Board. Um, But those will be this summer. And then next year we would hold elections for two members, that sort of thing. And, um, And I think as part of that, really important to stay up to date on what we're doing so that whoever does run is up to date on different projects we're working on, really our focus for that time period, and are able to express their ideas, their vision for Rotex International in the future. In terms of, aside from the board, we also have different committees. So we have a PR committee, public relations committee. Um, We have the ISP committee, which is the inbound service project. Um, And we also have a technology IT committee. Um, So if anyone is interested, has skills in any of those areas and is interested in joining any of those committees, that is also a great way to get connected with Rotex International and to stay involved.
like for example the PR committee they are in charge of a lot of I mean all of our social media so anything you see posted that is from all of their great work with that and so there are a lot of ways to stay connected uh, and to get involved with Rotex International aside from just being on the board. That's that's really great. I'm going to be keeping this in mind so that if in future I plan to apply for the either the community or the board, I will make sure to go with this. So moving on, before we end the episode, obviously at the end I take a not a small activity. Basically, I ask them a few uh, rapid fire round or something. So from you, I just wanted what like what is your favorite phase uh, like phrase from your host country in Finnish language, it can be a word or it can be a sentence, which means something to you. For me, like in Portuguese, it's saudade, which means missing. And it is uh, one of the most beautiful words I have ever heard in my life. So what is your... Yeah, I think um, the first thing that comes to mind is the Finnish word sisu, which really doesn't have a good English translation, but it essentially means um sort of strength the grit and the guts to work through any difficult situation and that's really important as part of the Finnish character is they've um had wars they've had a, you know a lot of issues in their past and they're but the Finns have been resilient they've been able to keep going keep fighting and to have that sisu to help them keep moving forward and that's something I learned on my exchange and I think a lot of exchange students learn it on their exchange, regardless of where they go. Really, that that grit and ability to <clears throat> that resiliency to keep moving forward. And I think it's something we can all use right now during the pandemic is to remember our sisu and to remember to keep moving and keep going no matter how hard it is. Yeah, that's that's well said. And this brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much, Emma, for coming on our podcast. It was really wonderful talking to you. And to our audience, we'll be coming up with a new episode really, really soon. So stay tuned, guys. Yeah, thank you for having me. And if you want to learn anything more about Rotex International, feel free to check out our website, rotex.org. Yeah, I'll be putting that in the description. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. you.